Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about that. So, stick with us and we'll see what happens. Okay, first, be happy for no reason. If you're happy for a reason, you may falter because that reason may fade away or it may be taken away. Now, what exactly is this quote trying to tell us? I kind of paraphrased it, but. The point is there. The point is you buy a brand new car and you are happy for a couple months, maybe a couple weeks. It's got to be more than a couple days. But who knows? Everybody's different. But you see how that can fade away, you know, the new car feeling, the excitement, It's tough. You need to decide to be happy regardless. The other thing is a loved one. You can be very happy from a loved one, whether it be a spouse, a child, a friend, colleague, whomever. And I'm not saying if that person... Uh, passes away to be happy, but that can't be your source of happiness. And you see that a lot of times with an elderly couple. One passes away, and soon after, the other passes from a broken heart. Uh, it's difficult. It's It's a difficult situation, but if we can create our own happiness, especially when we're happy, we will be dancing on the ceiling. If we try to create our own happiness when we're depressed, we're going to be in a very difficult situation. Uh, You know, happiness, as I mentioned in the past, is not so much an emotion, it is, I'm not saying it's not, but it's also a decision. We must decide to be happy. You know, I, I know for a fact there was times when I decided to be angry. You know, and I looked for things to tick me off or to upset me, you know, It's nice when it's the other way around, meaning you're looking for things to make you happy and focusing on the good and taking uh, 30 seconds, I'd say say a minute and a half, to write down uh, five to ten things that you are grateful for this very day.
it has an effect. It's like drinking alcohol every day as a teen. It then leads to other uh, more toxic drugs. Promiscuity. You know, sometimes when people lose their virginity, they lose their minds and become, um, you know, uh, a little on the wild side, so to speak. But, you know, these are things um, that I've experienced firsthand, whether it be myself or friends or um, acquaintances. It's, it's scary. So be happy on purpose and create it from within. But you have to practice it. Darren Hardy today in his Darren Daily email, video email. Are you a leader or a manager? And he said, a leader casts a vision for what's possible in the benefits to everyone involved in the journey. And he mentioned that both leadership and management are extremely necessary. You can't have one without the other. In other words, you can't, you can have one without the other, but both are in harmony with each other. Um, one without the other can lead to uh, chaos and derision. Leadership is figuring out the right things to do. Management is doing those things right. A leader has vision and a why. The manager figures out how to get there. Uh, the leader recruits and enrolls. The manager makes sure things get done and monitors them. Leaders are concerned with people. Managers are concerned with the process. For the most part, you know, everybody should be concerned with people. Uh, people follow leaders and report to managers. Leaders' eyes on the horizon and the manager on the bottom line. Leaders take risks and the manager minimizes those risks. A leader thinks long-term and the manager, short-term, for the most part. You know, and a, a leader without a manager is chaos. And everyone needs people skills. So I ask you, as it was asked of me, 
What are you, a leader or a manager? And I think we want to lean towards saying a leader sometimes because we think it's more uh, notoriety, uh, notable, uh, noteworthy. It, not necessarily, you know, um, but think about that. You know, what, what role do you play in work, at home, recreationally? You know, with the kids, you you may see that you're you're both in some in some respects, which is not necessarily uh, a bad thing. I was asked what my central purpose was in life, and. I don't know, my, my knee-jerk reaction to questions like that is to spit out my faith. You know, I'm a passionate Catholic that um, loves people of all religious denominations and all walks of life. And I truly believe my purpose in life is to bring Jesus or God to other people. Simple as that. But I'm not talking about the uh, homeless guy in the streets of Boston or wherever. I'm talking about my spouse that I've been married to for 21 years, that I maybe get more irritated, uh, get irritated with her a little bit more easily at times. Jesus is asking me to stop and to swallow any foolish pride I may have and to be a better husband, a better dad, you know, and... My communication skills sometimes with my kids is not the best. And it's not that I'm being uh, overly critical. I'm trying to be funny, which may be funny to people in my age group, but it may not be funny to them. You know, at, at times, you know, I can get them going. Um, but that's that's the challenge is to really you know, make a difference in the lives of your loved ones. And I'm not saying to neglect the strangers, the poor, the downtrodden. No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying to strengthen what we already have. Um, how truthful are you? You know, I find myself lying uh, a lot. You know, little lies. I had to change my son's court date uh, because he had uh, a school obligation. Well, it turns out, you know, they didn't have school the day, that day of the court date. But I didn't know that. Uh, I, when I went to reschedule it, I said I had a, you know, a work obligation, which the obligation was more personal 
you know, but again, you know, you don't have to be so detailed sometimes to, to paint a lie. You know, I have a conflict on the 24th of November at 8.30 in the morning, as does my son or whatever have you. You know what I mean? So how truthful am I? I yeah, you know what I mean? It might be little white lies, but, you know, they, they can add up, I guess. What is it, death by a thousand mosquito bites as opposed to one bite from a lion? I don't know. I definitely would want to go one bite from a lion and just end it. Then a thousand bites from a mosquito. That's for sure. Um, we really need to have an examination with, with truth and what we believe truth to be. And quite frankly, are we being truthful with ourselves? Because once we can answer these questions, I really feel as though we can we can excel uh, in our careers, whatever that may be, you know? Um, I said to my wife this morning, she was walking around the house, outside the house with me because it was a, a seasonably warm day, like 60 degrees at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and she said, you know, I want to put these solo lights in. There's eight of them. Uh, I want to rake the, the, the mulch beds out. I bought a brand new rake that's small. We can get all this. I said, Betty, do you realize I'm, I'm not retired? You know, and she said, well, come on. You're kind of retired. Uh, having this home business, uh, you can find yourself in, in a trap like that. But I said to her, okay, fine. I said, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll address these things. But then, half an hour later, I, I meet up with my friend Mary, who uh, lost her su uh, husband uh, over a year ago, and is really struggling right now with, with depression and, and, and loss and just loneliness. And I end up taking a, a one-hour walk with her. Well, within that one hour, I could have done exactly what my wife asked me to do, you know. But we tend to sometimes give the edge to someone that we're not as close to, you know. And, and that's my particular issue, so to speak. Um, I've, I've shared this before. I've emailed it. Excuse me. I've uh, Facebooked it. But uh, Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. And I got a great T-shirt that I got for free from the YMCA that had that printed out. And my priest friend, who's a very good priest friend to me, a very good friend, uh, he said, "What? what's wrong with you? You can't get any quotes from any Catholics? <laughs> I, said, I said, I do. I said, but when I got a good quote from a non-Catholic, I'm going to shine it bright and, and wear it brightly. And he, and he started laughing. He's like, amen. Um, but I, I love when people bust my chops, especially by my, you know, mannerisms or the way I dress or whatever have you. Um, I, I, you know, I still wear clothes from 1997, for crying out loud. 
You know, it's, it's just it's just bananas. Um, but hey, that's that's another chapter. My friend, I say my friend, Matthew Kelly, who I've never met, but I'm very fond of, uh, six examples of positive and negative self-talk. First being negative. I can't do it. Positive. I haven't worked it out yet. Negative. I haven't done that before. Positive. This will be a great opportunity to try something new. Negative. Nobody tells me anything. Positive. I'll reach out and see what I discover. Negative. I won't be good at this. Positive. Every time I try this, I get better. Negative. I never have enough time. Positive. There's enough time to get the most important things done. And negative. I'm always unlucky. Positive. Something positive is about to happen. Now, again, some of these are practical. Some of them, you know, maybe uh, a, a little difficult, you know, because again, you're, you're in the trenches. You're like, listen, okay, this will be a great opportunity to try something new. You know what I mean? I, you gotta the point is you have the outlook that you have, the appearance of your face. Is it a smile? Is it a scowl? Is it a frown? What is it? You know, um, that's, that's the key, or one of the many keys, that is. And gratitude is a quality similar to electricity. It must be produced, must be discharged, and used up in order to exist at all. I thought that was pretty neat, I, and I said, yeah, I guess... That, that is the truth. And, and again, gratitude's important. But we need to produce it in order for anything to first happen. And then, you know, it needs to be released. It needs to be um, put out in our subconscious mind. And then we need to use that gratitude in order to better ourselves and the world. You know, it, it's, it's tough because sometimes if you ask someone to do an exercise that's just too cumbersome, it's just not going to happen. But if you tell someone to do that same exercise and within 90 days they're going to obtain a million dollars, no questions asked, would you do it? I'll tell you right now, I would. I really would. Uh, and that's the struggle I'm going through now. One of my gratitude ex exercises, this more of a self-confidence exercise, it's a lengthy page that's supposed to be uh, memorized. And 
you know, it's starting to work on me now. You know what I mean? I'm starting to get through it and, and starting to resonate. So it takes a while, folks, to get the wheels of the bus moving. So that's it for today. Tomorrow being Friday, I plan on reaching out to you, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.